My beautiful wife Tracy from Esther 414 Ministries. Ministries. And I'm just going to say this right up front. This is going to be a very short one. I was reading with Tracy. Um, we like to do our devotions. We read through the Bible, and then Tracy reads like several devotions yeah. that we have on our Kindle, and then I get several that um, emailed. emailed to us. Yeah. And uh, today we're in Isaiah 66, and she started reading to me, and it just almost jumped off the page and smacked Matt in the face before I even could drink a cup of coffee. And the reason being is because something happened to me yesterday when I was talking to a young lady um, and I was just I was just mesmerized. Uh, it says this, Hear the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at his word, your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for my name's sake. Let me just stop there. The lady I was talking to was in her 60s. And I asked if she had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And she says, I do. Uh I love the Lord. I read my Bible every day. Um, I pray. I meditate on how good he is to me. And Mm. I thought, that is awesome. And and she says, but I don't go to church. I go, and you know, and I'm not the church police. Please. We're always curious as to what happened. I said, can you tell me what happened? And she said, well, she started dating a man. And she was behaving. I mean, uh-huh. this is this is a woman that's in her sixties. You know, she you know just basically going out to dinners and kind of just having someone to hang out with, really, right? right. And the church started judging her, and what? I couldn't. Yeah, and I was like, they started what? And she says, yeah. And then um, it broke off. But when it broke off, they treated her like she had the scarlet letter, like she was a whore. And they said she really wasn't welcome there anymore. Wow. And she says, what did you say? I'm not welcome in God's house? And she had never heard anything. And it, this was a... Uh, now, I was just like, you got to be kidding. See, what kind of cult was she going to? It was a regular church. It was oh. a re- regular mainstream denominational church. Wow. Um, but I have people in the man cave, even in Patreon, yeah. uh, one individual was uh, in the worship band. And he was playing some instruments for them and being very vague on purpose. And same thing happened to him where some individual within the church judged, criticized, was condemning. Um, When I go to church, I want to be loved on. I want that to be a safe sanctuary. But the more and more stories that I hear, people are just like, they're just like, no, I love the Lord. I love God. But I'm not doing this. Do, yeah. Do you know, it reminds me, and I have to just insert this real quick. It reminds me, so many people, they don't like to be judged. You know, they, oh. they, people hate being judged, but yet they forget Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. It says, judge not, lest you be judged. In the measure you measure, measure. it out, it will be measured to you. It will come back to you. Exactly. And people don't. They, they don't think that's true. They, 
I'm guessing they just don't know their Bible because yeah. people don't take the time to I read. Don't, I don't see where God gives allowance for a Christian to judge since we're yeah. always guilty before him, meaning yeah. I'm guilty, but I'm forgiven of my sins. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't sin. Yeah. And I've ran people, well, I didn't <laughs> sin today. Yeah, okay. All right, well, uh, read your Bible, Dill Weed. In, <laughs> in this particular verse, and, and, and in the ladies, you're using a great example because... It's happened. People, We've heard this a thousand times. Uh, this is why the yeah. man cave and Esther, origi- we, we just kept on sharing the gospel and we just kept on running into person after person that would tell us this horrifying story. And you know what we do? We don't take a person who's gone through a rough divorce, a person who's lost a job, a person who's sick, a person who needs financial assistance. We don't take them into church. You know what we do? Mm. We get our guns out once we find the good stuff on them and we shoot them. Yeah. And then we talk about them and then we humiliate them. Yeah. It seems like that the church is doing almost the entire opposite. If you're not healthy, whole, and St. Augustine, you don't come. That's and, what it's like. Well, in in this particular case, in this verse here, it, they're using it. That what what he's what the the Lord is saying through Isaiah. It's these people are saying they're doing this in His name, in God's name, in Jesus. Read name. that devotion you were reading to me. Just read that. Um, so it's the same opening verse. Hear the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at His word. Your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for My name's sake. For my namesake. For my name, meaning people are using God's namesake to do the devil's work. To to say that they're justified. They're justified. In what they're doing. In their self-righteousness. And remember, Jesus' biggest problem here on earth was with the religious leaders. It wasn't with lost people. It was with those who were supposed to represent God. Exactly. You know, saying saying, this is how it is. And it's, it's almost like... It's mix. You know what I call it, and I've always said this in the man cave. It's mixing. You're mixing yeah. truth with error, not understanding. And again, a, this channel talks a lot about judgment, holiness, God's uh, righteousness. Mm-hmm. But I never want to exclude God is a God of mercy and grace. Yes. I mean, we have to come to God on those terms. I mean, I can't come to Him under His justice. Because if I get what I deserve, mm-hmm. I'm going to hell. So I come to God through the atonement, through the blood, through Christ, but always through grace yeah. and mercy. Okay, read that. Let, let me read this this little section here in that devotion. The text applies to truly gracious men who tremble at the word of the Lord. These were hated. These these people, these individuals who tremble at the word of the Lord, were hated of their brethren, and at length cast out because of their fidelity and holiness. This, Did you hear that? Because they were living in righteousness. Yeah, because they were living the right life. Yeah. And, 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 and the right life doesn't mean that you're not sinning. It just yeah. means that you're going to God and yeah. relying on God for the forgiveness and direction. Yeah. And the blood of Jesus covers me. Yeah. You're not trying to live legalistically. It says, this must have been very bitter to them. And all the more so because their casting out was done in the name of religion and professedly with the view of glorifying God. So people do these things thinking they're, I'm glorifying God because I'm doing this great thing instead of... I'm rebuking this person because of what they're doing. You know, and the Bible says if you find someone, a brother, who's kind of down and out, who's hurting, Mm -hmm. who's maybe backslidden, it's one of the greatest things that you can do is take that individual, get them back 
to where he's healthy spiritually, physically, yeah. invest in him. I have, you know, I, I like to brag on my Patreon partners. I really do. They have supported me, you know, financially, some of them for years, and just blessed me. And yeah. um, and we choose to live very moderately, and, and, you know, because I know there's a person out there, well, Matt, you can get a job or two jobs or three jobs. I have. Yeah. I mean, I've had three and four jobs at a time. But I, I've, I'm choosing to live very moderately so I can minister and spend a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And throughout the year, there are times where I do pick up a side job to work very, very hard. And the reason I do that is yeah. store the chestnuts so I can uh, store those up and then go back to my father's call upon my life. And, mm-hmm. and even right now, I'm working a very difficult job, yeah. which is 60 plus hours. And today... Yeah. What was funny is um, they asked me to do something that was out of my job description. You know, very, they, very, very hard. I, I, too. I, it was uh, on the eleventh hour, and they had some dignitaries coming into this big, big, big building, and so they said, "Hey, the whole front of this lobby needs to be vacuumed, needs to be mopped, all the windows need to be done." And we had snowstorms, and so there is mud everywhere. <laughs> so I'm on my hands and knees, and I'm not above that. Um, I'm washing the walls. I'm washing the base plates of the doors. There's mud. There's salt everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are walking. Uh, people are stepping on my hand. You know, and I'm having to hold the door. And then no sooner than I get it done, it's trampled again because it's so dirty outside from all the snow and dust and everything. And I did this for like two hours. I'm soaking wet. Mm-hmm. You know. And then here's a guy. And you know what's funny is the last guy that walks in. He's dressed very nice. He's in a suit and these really, really nice shoes. And I really wanted to tell him how nice his shoes were. I just wanted to say, man, you got some nice shoes there, bro. I love your shoes. <laughs> um, you know, because it would remind me, like, when I go to preach at a church, what I would wear. Something that yeah. I would wear. But now, I'm, you know, if someone walked in, they said, there's no way that you're met from the man cave, you know. But mm-hmm. that's, see, God calls us to do all these different things. I'm not above cleaning the floors of a, of a bathroom or a lobby when someone asks me to do something and i'm working for that company unless it's you know wrong yeah i'm going to do that but you know there are some people that walked in okay mm-hmm. that looked down upon me yeah. like like i was a peasant like i was like a peon, I, yeah. a peon like you're nothing <laughs> almost like they didn't want to walk out of the way like i should they had to just walk around me a little bit because I'm on my hands and knees on the hard concrete, you know, on the marble. Yeah. And it, it was just crazy how some people would say, hey, the place looks good. You're doing a great job. And others, they would look down upon you. And and, and I like, think that's what the church is. You should be moving out of my way. Yeah. The yeah. church is like that a lot of times. People are so self-righteous yeah. and religious. Yeah. You know, and, the, and one of the, one of the cra- greatest examples is... Um, I was a pastor in Indiana for a while, and they had a lot of different rituals and religious ceremony that they added to the service. And one of the things that they added is they would have this special music, and then they have these two kids, young kids, walk down the length of the church, and this was a large church, wearing these special robes, having these special (laughs) sticks, and what they would do is that somewhat this music would play, and, and they would just stand there before the congregation. And then light these And then candles. at this certain time, they would light these special ceremonial candles. 
And then I would hop up there and uh, welcome everyone and do announcements. And then the choir would do this. And then they would go through all this other stuff. And I'm here to say, and I thought to myself, you know, um, what are we doing here? What's the whole thing with the kids? Yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what what are you doing? I mean, you're, you're you're taking. You know, I understand that it's kind of cool, but you're taking seven minutes of time that could be spent in worship or God's word. Yeah. And and you're doing ceremony, and and here's the thing. Let me tell you who's the most religious person in the world. It's Satan, because yeah. he knows the word of God and he knows the ins and outs, and he uses it against people. Listen to the 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 line after. What I was just reading here, it says, profess it, and profess it with the view of glorifying God. How much is done for the devil in the name of God? And this is Charles H. Spurgeon, the prince, yeah. prince of preachers speaking. Yeah. So that's the honest truth. We really, really, really have to watch it. Yeah. I mean, we really do. We are dust, and we will return to dust. And we do not want to put ourselves up on some I, sort of pedestal, I, I you know? I think sometimes we, <clears throat> we, we get these positions in churches, whether Elder Deacon, uh, Elder Deacon, you hear me? Elder Deacon, uh, Elder <laughs> Deacon, uh, we've been in a church for X amount of years, um, or somehow we're related, or somehow we've gone to Bible college, or we have mm. a doctorate, we have a PhD, we feel we're one up, or we come into that church with a chip on our shoulder because yeah. we have made it in life and we're very wealthy and everyone knows I own this company, XYZ, and I'm somebody or I'm a part of this group, which again, we've <coughs> added ourselves yeah. unto something that's not of God, but we are bragging about it and people are bragging and glorifying positions. And you know what's funny in the book of Jeremiah? Jeremiah warns us about the abbreviations before our name and after our name. It's and, do you know that back yeah. then he's he's warning people they about had a problem back then. Yeah, too. yeah, he's warning people about titles, about position, about power, about those people who have been gr- given great influence and money. He says you need to watch it because you are 10 times more susceptible to the devil tricking you and thinking you're something. I've never, you know, the most beautiful woman in the world. Men have a problem with porn. Did you know that, Trace? I was going to No, let me say something. One out of every two. Okay, we know that. Go ahead. Okay, have a problem with porn. Take a woman uh, 30 years or 10 years after she dies. The most beautiful woman. Mm. Okay, say a guy in that man cave is looking at a beautiful young girl, 18. (laughs) But she, a lot of uh, the porn, uh, a lot of the men don't realize this. Um, They shoot those women with heroin. You see what I'm saying? They shoot them up with all of these drugs Uh. to make them do all these things. I mean, some of the things that they're doing absolutely hurt, but they drug them up so much, okay, and they do these. And some of those girls, more likely in that industry, the suicide rate, the actual suicide rate of later on a person taking their life is 900%. Wow. So you're a part of that (laughs) if you're watching porn, you stink pot. Honestly, I don't like it. It's some other guy's daughter. I'd like to smack some people around. What? Yeah, I'd like to come over to your house. You look at porn. I would, If I was in your house and you were looking at porn, let me go off for a second and I'll let you talk. I would grab their laptop, their tablet, their phone. I'd beat the heck out of it. I'd smash it. And if they had a problem and wanted to fight me, I was like, let's fight. Because I'm fighting for your soul because you're going to burn in hell because you're stupid. And yet you take the most beautiful woman. Here's where I was going, okay? Right. Ten years. A, a year after, after she's, she's dead. dead, she's she's decomposing. We turn to 
dust. Every last one of us rots in the grave or were burned up and our ashes are scattered to the east wind. Do you understand? And and so to go into a church and to have some hypocrite judge. Hmm. I mean, our churches are just shooting people. Go ahead. Okay. You have, I'm giving you the mic. Okay. So so what I was going to say, and fast forward a couple thousand years uh, from the Old Testament to To the the New New Testament. Testament. And even... um, God is speaking through Paul in the book of Romans. Oh, oh. And in Romans 12, and I believe it's verse 3, he's saying not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Yeah. You know, think I, soberly. Yeah. According, and here's the next words, and I, I, it's not perfect, okay? Think accordingly because I have distributed the gifts, yeah. the talents, the abilities, your lot in yeah. life. God's saying, I've given yeah. you everything that you yeah. are working out of. Yeah. I've given you position. I've allowed the power. Yeah, I've allowed the money. Me, not because it's of not you. because of you. Yeah. I mean, God just states it right up front. Everything you are and will become and have is because of me. <clears throat> yeah. So we can't do that. Yeah. But I, people like to do that. They like to think of themselves as important, or yeah. they know something, or they're this, or they're that. God says, you, know? you want to be great in the kingdom of of heaven. Be a servant. Yeah. I mean, listen. Be a servant. Yeah. You know. The last shall be first, the first shall be last. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, um, Peter, you know, he's real prideful. Last Supper, Jesus uh, goes to wash his feet. He says, no, no, you're not oh. You're not going to wash my feet. I, you know, I'll wash your feet. Never, ever will you wash my feet. And, and Jesus says, you will have no part of the kingdom. And he says, wash all of me, which wasn't necessary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the blood of Christ will wash over us, spiritually speaking. Yeah. Uh, but there's a warning here, and then we'll end it, okay? okay? Verse 4. Let me just read verse 4. I also will choose their delusions and will bring their fears upon them, because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear, but they did evil before mine eyes and chose that in which I delighted not. Mm. God saying, I do not delight in you destroying other people who are hurting. Yeah, and, I, and misusing my word. I can't tell you the scores <laughs> of people who have been in a nasty divorce, there's heartache, there's pain, there's betrayal, there's all these different things. I know it takes two to tango. I know that, you know, there's two people in a marriage. I understand all that. But divorce hurts. And to go to a church and have some low life, scum bucket, hypocrite, loser, put them down instead of ministering to them and, 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 and you know, and, and, and befriending them and saying, I am really, really, really sorry for what you went through and what you're continually, continuing to go through, yeah. you know, um, or people fall. I'm not given a license for people to sin, but people, they slide sometimes yeah. in life. That's why the Bible says, you know, to come alongside and build the brother back up, help him to get where he needs to be. And yet the church fails. They get a yeah. big fat F. And how do we know they get an F? You know, because someone might listen to this and, they, and, and they're like, well, no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Go to the book of Revelation where Jesus is addressing seven churches. One, he plagues with the gift of sickness. And the reason I say sickness is because when you're sick, you don't sin. The Bible says you cease from sinning. Five are rebuked, change or else. God even says, I will steal your lampstand back, meaning yeah. I will take my spirit away from you. Yeah. Because, and he says, it is though, and then he gives a staunch warning. It is those who continue to the end 
that will be saved. And and people think, well, I'm going to church. I'm continuing to the end. No. Continue to the end, resting, abiding in Christ, being Christ-like, showing the attributes of love. Do you know mercy, uh, grace? The the continuing to the end that will be saved. What it is, it's it's actually it's it another way of saying that would be those who truly have a relationship with me, who their lives are showing the fruit that the fruit of the spirit, me living through them, and they continue that way. It's not them trying to change themselves from the inside out. It shows who they truly belong to. Yeah. That those who are continuing on to the end, those are the ones who are truly saved. That would be another way of, of putting that. We are not saying that you are going to one of these churches. I am saying, listen to me, I am saying that within your church, these people exist. Yeah. Avoid them like the plague. Don't judge them. Yeah. Because God warned that there was wheat, which represents his children, chaff, which represents the children of Satan. Yeah. There would be sheep, which represent his children, and goats, which represent the children of Satan. There would be people in Jude that sneak in and try to take over the church. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Wolves in sheep's clothing, bringing damnable doctrines, sneaking in, trying to take over as if it's a business, wanting power over Mm -hmm. God's church, and they're doing it. I, I mean, there isn't a church in the United States that these groups haven't infiltrated second peter warns about it and talks about their damnation the darkness the misery the level of hell that they will go down to when you have time read second peter read jude uh they're not fooling anyone but they cannot escape death and some of these groups embrace death as if they mastered it and god says this I don't care what covenant you've made with death. I acknowledge what you think you've made made because of your customs, because of what you believe outside of this book, okay? It's void. I tell you, it's my word that stands. And uh, look at, look at, I want to tell you, if you're one of those people that hurt people, um, God's going to hurt you. God does not take kindly for people beating up his children when they're down and out, as if Matt is perfect. Yeah. Have, have I, I have been in so many places where I was so hurting, where I was so vulnerable, and the church crucified me, literally put me on the cross and nailed me next to yeah. Jesus, didn't realize what they were doing. Yeah. I remember this one person standing at the end of my driveway and I was in the most vulnerable place of my entire life because of witchcraft, deception, because of lies, because of all this stuff, okay, of a cult of Satan. And he, he, he had his arms straight out to the side, and he says, We are only trying to help. And here's the thing, okay? You're going to meet my God one day in the great white throne judgment. That's what you're going to meet, my friend. You're going to meet God. All these people claiming to be Christ-like claiming to have the love of God, and they don't. They literally don't have it. Last night I heard my son say that he just wants to be in a place or a church where there's real Christians. I mean, he said, oh. not, not um, he said, because both sides can have people who are saying they're a Christian, but not. Both sides meaning those who are legalistic that they go to one extreme saying it has to be that the legalistic ones would be the ones that like we're talking about yeah in this verse yeah and then there's the other ones who stomp on the grace of I god i get so mad when people are hurting and people pick on the hurted 
everyone's talking about doing all these works. It's almost like they think they can choose. I'll do all this good over here, but what about all the bad over here? I'll treat these people good because they're like-minded. They're a part of me. But over here, I'm going to disregard these because I don't like them. Half, I would say so much of society has been disregarded because of our, a social class. I was working with a guy today, and he was telling me how hard it is to be a black man. He says, Matt, I never know when I'm looking in the eyes of a white man if he's a racist, if he hates blacks, what's going to come out of his mouth. I, I, I just thought every day he's dealing with people hating him and people not hating him and not understanding the difference. And, it, I, and I'm not talking about bad cops. I'm talking about, yes, out of all the cops, just like all the people, there are going to be good apples and bad apples. Yeah. And this guy was just telling me what a burden life has become because of how he's treated by my color. Because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I apologized to him. I was like, I am really sorry. I'm not like that. And those people who are like that, they're going to burn in hell. He loved to see hearing that. <laughs> that, there's, that there's, a, there's a judge yeah. that's not impartial. He's going to judge righteously and out of his holiness. And he is going to bring it. You know, sometimes that's the hardest part for some people. Like like people who are, are, are of a different race or a different color that... Um, that they sometimes they might have to wait for the ultimate judgment, which yeah. would be for that person standing in front of God. Yeah. You know? He he says that the they looks. May not see it he'll, here. he'll just imagine this. He was telling me he goes to the grocery store, and then he'll while he's shopping he gets looks mm. from like older white men or you know what I'm saying. Mm. And then he'll go he'll go somewhere else and he's at a car what minding yeah. his own business just and you know what and this guy. I mean, I mean, he's 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 a moral guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't get into whether he belonged to the Lord or anything like that. I yeah. tried to build relationships. But he was just telling me how hard it is to be a black man today. It, it, it He's like, and I am trying to do everything I can. He says, I was just born this way with this color. You know, I was like, man, there's nothing wrong with you, partner. There's yeah. nothing at all wrong. There's something wrong with a lot of other people. But I promise it ain't you. Yeah. It really isn't. So I, I really get upset with this. I get, how many times have we heard this? Uh, I mean, I get so riled up. So if I, I if I oh is ranting too much, please forgive me. A lot. Th hey, let me tell you something. While I'm ranting, sometimes and I'm just going off. Sometimes Tracy in the background, which you can't see, that's because we're uh, have the camera at the Bible. She's she's kind of like, no, stop, stop, stop. I'm don't. giving him this one. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's giving me the stop, slow down. Um, <laughs> I love it. So we love you guys. I want you to be a part of the solution and yeah. not a part of the problem. problem right. And if you're not doing something, okay, to help people, you're part of the problem. If yeah. you're not loving people, yeah. you're part of the problem. If you're not showing and extending mercy and grace, you're part of the problem. When a person sits next to you and you don't say a word, you're part of the problem. What? That's a person that you, you're calling yourself a Christian. Well, that Christian's going to be in heaven with you for eternity. You're going to get to know him down here or up there. And, and a good rule of thumb to go by in all your life with people in general is what Jesus had said again in, I believe it's in Matthew, maybe it's in Luke, where he says, do unto others the way you would have them do unto you, meaning treat others the way that you want to be treated. And 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 I I have to add something to it, you know. But uh -huh. let, let me just tell you this: um, we like to treat others 
like we want to be treated when they're like-minded, yeah. when they're a part of us, yeah. when they're a part of our group, yeah. uh, uh, our social class. We will, we truly will treat others, yeah. okay, the way we want to be treated. If we like the person. If we like the person, the yeah. person's part of our cult, our group. If the person is uh, uh, wealthy, if they're like-minded, if it's my next-door neighbor and they're driving a, a nice car like I am mm-hmm. and they have nice clothes like I have, oh, I'll treat them like gold because I'm trying to impress the Joneses, okay? But, but let God bring someone along. But let God bring, okay, someone down and out, someone that's hurting, someone that has some baggage, someone that has some problems. Guess what? Every one of these cults that call themselves, okay, uh, like they're doing some good works, they don't treat those people good. They they pick and choose who they want to treat good, okay? Or you know what's funny? Make is- you... You, if you're doing it, you make me sick. Well, here's another thing, too. You know what Jesus says? Let me say one more thing. Jesus says he's going to vomit you out of his mouth into hell. But here's Book of Revelation. Yes. You're not hot for me. You're not cold for me. You're lukewarm. I'm going to throw you up, you hypocrite that hurt my children and pick and choose who you want to love. I'm going to vomit you into hell. Okay, I'm done with my rant. Go ahead. I'm trying to remember what it was. was It was good, too. I'm trying to think. Oh, it's my fault. It was about treating others the way... We want to be treated, and a lot of times people, if they're higher up, if they they feel like, oh, we need to do this to make ourselves feel good, we'll we'll maybe feed the poor, or we will give something to the shelter, or we'll do this, or we'll do that, you know, and we feel like, well, that's what I would want someone for me to do, but it's the attitude, too. A lot of times people are doing this in a condescending type of attitude. It's not... Looking uh, down a, on the people, uh, yeah, yeah. Looking down on the people that need help. They, they look down on them. They don't. They don't have a, a a real type of of communication going on there. Right. Like I could talk to you, or you know, I can understand where you're coming from. No, they they, they really don't. It, it's it's a terrible attitude. And and honestly, it, there's a book of works. Whether or not you make it to heaven or hell, there's a book yeah. of works. See the, and that, the it, when you get to heaven, up. there's the book of life. Yeah. Uh, the you know that. Your name, if you're saved, born again, yeah. a Christian, living it, your name was written in there by God. Yeah. But God says there's a book of works, yeah. multiple books, of all the yeah. works that you did. Yeah. And he so actually goes over all the works that you did, yeah. all the things that you did. But since you weren't in Christ, they're all burned up. They go through hay. hay they, they're likened unto hay, wood, and stubble, yeah. where you needed gold, silver, and precious gems. Yeah. But that was only in Christ. He's, People yeah. don't understand it. They think they're going to present good works. The core, like Satan, yeah. when he lies, the Bible says he lies from within, who yeah. he is. He can do nothing other than lie because he is the father of lies. Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, uh, God says your good works are like dung rags or like, like douche rags. Yeah. Women's menstrual rags. That's what our good works are. Uh, yeah. So if you are doing all of this stuff trying to work in your mind and trying to add mm-hmm. merit to your account, mm-hmm. uh, you're in trouble. Yeah. I'm going to heaven naked. Naked yeah. as I came, naked shall I return. You're not bringing anything. You're yeah. relying. And what's that song I like uh, about a Christian? You know, being born again, filled with the Spirit, and then as a result of, there are works because God leads oh, us. But 
Where's that's the, all the lumber. That's, that's all, all the, the lumber. That's, that's all, all the lumber. lumber. That's, that's all, all the lumber, lumber you said. Yeah. See, once you're in Christ, okay? See, that's the qualifier. You have to be in Christ and in nothing else. Yeah. Once you're in him alone, because again, he will not share his glory with anybody or yeah. anything. Um, you now qualify to do things for God. Yeah. Prior to that. Or initiated by God. Prior to that, that, if you are not resting yeah. in the beloved, your life and your children's lives, they're rejected. And the reason I say that is because your children will follow you. That's a generational curse. They, normally, they really, normally, normally, can they be saved? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But if they followed your belief system yeah. and, you know what I'm saying, and been a part of what you're a part of, They'll burn in the flames as well. It's sad. Yeah. That generational curse. Um, I, I was. I'm gonna share this with you real quick. I was a little disappointed. That was one of the most powerful messages that we ever put out, and very few views on it. And yet, there isn't a person in the man cave that isn't affected by that technology of Satan, the generational curse. How he goes from one generation to the next, taking the sins and the faults of our fathers and our grandfathers and our grandmothers and mothers. And transferring it on, and we're, we're none aware of it. And I want to testify unto when you are saying your children will follow your footsteps. I came out of a family that that I wasn't raised in a Christian home. They, they and I wasn't told anything like that. What a Christian was, what Jesus was, what it was to be saved. But yet, when I was almost twenty six, the Lord saved me. Yeah, it was Him. He brought along that, and and. He showed me what that was and, and pulled me out of, of that. that. Yeah, and he's made me what I am right now. I, I mean, am what is, I am by the grace of complete, God. It's, it's a 180. Yeah, yeah, it's a total difference. Yeah, and I just give God all the praise and the glory. So, guys. So, there is hope. There is hope. <laughs> we love you. We will see you soon. Remember, if you are this, what we've been talking about in any form or fashion, yeah, you literally need to get on your hands and knees. Yeah. You need to repent of it. The, the your your life you. yeah, has been changed. destructive. If you're destroying anybody, any, yeah. any, you're not building up. People. If you're, you're destroying a person because of their color, uh, because of their mistakes, because of their sin, okay, you're going to be destroyed in the flames because God says, "I won't have it." Yeah. You're none of His. You're tricking yourself. You are fooling yourself. And if you really want to play the card that I'm going to do good works, then guess what? When you end up in heaven, make sure that you have zero sin. Yeah. I mean, because God will, he'll allow you to go to heaven and tout your works. That's why he writes them all down. He'll he'll go over every good work you've done in your life and they'll say, okay, how are you going to handle your sins? Because yeah. all your good works will not get rid of your sins. No. Only the blood of my son Christ, yeah. which you did not abide in and you did not allow that, that living water to flow through you and onto everyone else in the form of love, grace, mercy, long-suffering, patience, you know, all the all the things that are in the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. So, love you guys. Talking Yay, to you. Praying for you. For Peace. Bye. Bye.